to FaithCast. I'm your host, Araja Gaines, here with Raphael and Gunnar Fox. Today we'll be talking about our testimony and how much God's changed us throughout the last few months. But before we get started, let's go off into prayer first. We would like to start us off into prayer. I'll do it. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for all that you've done in our lives. May you continue to bless us in all our endeavors that which are righteous May you continue to influence us in our lives and the people around us, always for the better, not for the worse. Allow us to cling to you, stay close to you, and most importantly, always continue to grow in the virtues that you desire for us to have. Amen. God's been growing and shaping us in many different ways. Raphael, how's God shaped you in the last few months? I mean, he's molded me like a, like a ball of clay. And I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily the easiest, you know, ball of clay to mold either. I gave a bit of resistance. He's made me a lot more kind, understanding, patient, genuine, you know, before I wasn't necessarily a, a great guy. I wasn't a bad guy, but I wasn't great either. I had a lot of really undesirable traits and things that I do against people who weren't deserving of that but i kind of didn't care because the kind of background i came from didn't really come from a background you know centered in christ in any way so he's changed me quite a lot i um I'm, i don't speak to people in a way that tears them down anymore i'm more genuine i speak to people like i said you know what i, I say what i mean and i mean what i say I just want to help people out more and, and, and be a help to them instead of a burden to them. He's done a lot of work in my life. How, like, how have you felt like you matured? Like, what has God, like, put you through to make you, like, mature? Well, I guess I kind of didn't care about people's feelings before God did a work in me. You know, I'd have rare moments where I could empathize with people, but they were very rare. And I was, I was thankful for those moments because they kind of reminded me, like, okay, there's nothing's wrong with me. I'm human. It's just spiritually i'm kind of sick you know i don't really feel bad for people and things but what god did to teach me a lesson he taught me why you know it's not good to hurt those people who others care about and why we should treat people with respect and kindness because i had a friend a close friend of mine who basically went through something very serious in regards to you know, mental stability, they they went through, basically, they've been diagnosed with some mental conditions, and I basically had to watch them deteriorate for a while without diagnoses, and it kind of humbled me, in a sense, because I got to witness what it's like to get close to a person and, you know, care about the well-being of a person, and, it, it, and I stopped seeing people as kind of like objects that share space with me and instead on a more like individual personal level and it's also remi reminded me of the fact that like humans are really fragile and I can you know get really messed up at any moment or something can happen to me or the people I care about so I try to cherish those people who I care care about you know a lot and I try not to be the source of heartache or a stumbling block for any anybody anymore. He's changed me in that way. 
Yeah, because as we like grow in our relationship with God. All right, Gunnar Fox, would you like to share your testimony? Um, I'm 36 years old. I was born in 1983. I was raised in a Christian household. Um, we went to, uh, I went to Sunday school as a young child. Um, learned a lot about the Old Testament, the Old Testament stories. Uh, kind of went through life, moved around a whole lot. And um, I always uh, basically acknowledged that there was a God. I never had any particular objections to the story of Christianity or um, Judaism or anything like that. Um, at one point in my uh, teenage years, I decided that I wasn't going to continue to believe uh, un until I came up with a reason for it. I, I didn't want to be Christian simply because I was told that from the beginning, because I was raised in a Christian household. So um, I still wanted to believe, but I felt that I had to have my own understanding and my own reason for believing. So um, um, I don't know how long I was sort of sort of in limbo. I don't know. This was kind of a good thing for me because I was really trying to find God. Like, how do I convince myself to believe what what do I look at that's a compelling argument? And um, really the main thing that I found to be the most compelling was just the complexity of life itself. And little did I know that that was like only the beginning, really. The the complexity of the universe, the um, um, biology itself, uh, particularly like cellular biology and things. I, I was trying to study biology in high school and I, I found that very interesting, and the more that I learned about it, I, I, uh, I just, I couldn't believe that any, any of this could be the product of cosmic coincidence or accident, that it, it couldn't have just assembled itself or anything, I, it, it didn't add up to me personally, and I think that any honest examiner of that will find that life is just far too complicated to not be designed, so if it can't have, if it can't have been an accident, that means that somebody designed it, and um, I kind of went from there uh, and started trying to think about, like, so there must be a God, so what can I understand about this God? And um, basically, the, the, the testimony and account of what is written in Scripture from the Old Testament from Genesis all the way to Revelation is a pretty consistent characterization of what this God must be like. You know, if there is a God, this God must be intelligent. Um, what would that intelligence look like? Uh, how would that answer why I'm even here, you know? And it it's all kind of complicated and difficult to um, summarize, but the uh, the... Short and sweet of that is that um, I did come to a God of my understanding, and that God seems to be, to me, the God that is spoken of in the the Jewish Bible, the Tanakh, and the New Testament that Christians believe in, and and I've come to accept all of that. Um, but um, I wasn't really ready yet, so um, I wasn't really ready to commit to it and act as if it was completely real. So, you know, I was a teenager at the time. I, um, well, the, uh, the short, the short of this is that I kind of had to 
um, I guess, be um, a stupid young man for several years and believe that I was invincible and could do anything that I wanted to do. I joined the military, um, didn't get into any trouble in the military. I think that um, if nothing else, uh, the the idea that I was accountable and that integrity mattered stuck with me, which is something that I got from both my parents and from belief in God. But um, I got mixed up with um, with uh, alcohol pretty badly. Uh, military life was pretty stressful, and that was a way that I figured out that I could kind of cope with it. Um, I kind of left out the fact that I got I got into drugs somewhat as a teenager. Um, Nothing too crazy, uh, mostly just like marijuana. Um, I think I tried a couple other things periodically, but um, it, it wasn't very satisfying. I, I, I noticed that I was turning into a loser and that uh, I had to get a job and cut my hair. And then I joined the military and then and then I sort of, uh, you know, I turned 21 while in the service and I started drinking a whole bunch as a way to cope with life. And uh, that just kind of went on for a long time. Um, had a lot of problems with uh, depression. I think alcohol made that worse. Um, I did go see a chaplain while I was in the service every now and again, but it it wasn't really a consistent thing. Uh, God really wasn't a daily concept in my life. And um, after about six years of military service, I got out because of depression. And um, I sort of quit drinking and then sort of didn't quit drinking a whole lot over the years since then. Um, I became a professional locksmith. I got a job in another state and um, my alcoholism and self-aggrandizement just kind of kept getting worse. Um, I was um, ignoring God more and more every day and just kind of like trying to cope with the tragicness of reality without God by by drinking and doing drugs and buying things that I really wanted. Um, I ended up getting into all kinds of debt. And um, I, I couldn't keep that job. I couldn't keep that job. I didn't get fired, but I knew that my life was just kind of falling apart and it was getting harder and harder to deal with. So I quit the job and I moved back to my home state, stayed with my parents for a couple years, and they eventually asked me to leave because um, I didn't really change anything about... I, I changed everything about my life except for myself. In the move from where I was working to back to my home state, you know, environment changed. I wasn't working. Everything about me had changed except for me. And uh, my folks asked me to leave, and I ended up moving into a friend, and I still couldn't really um, cope with reality, and I still wasn't really trying to pay any attention to God. And um, I never really denied him, but I I never really listened to him either. And eventually... After getting a little bit more mixed up with alcohol and going into some withdrawals for, I have no idea for which time this was, a bunch, you know, it kind of finally occurred to me that um, me trying to be the master of my life kept bringing me into a state of ruin and despair. And it even came to a point where for a few moments, and I think this was God letting me feel this, I had this distinct feeling that I was completely separated from God, that he was out there, but completely unreachable. And I started thinking to myself, this has to be what hell feels like, this permanent, irrevocable separation from God, that wherever I'm at, God is not here. 
and that terrified me. And I started feeling pretty stupid. Um, and I asked myself, you know, I was like, Gunner, you have never denied faith in Jesus, but at what point are you going to start acting as if it is actually true? And I, um, I said, well, other Gunner, that's a really good point. Um, cause I'm not doing a very good job at life on my own as my own boss. And I, I started praying and I, I told God that, please help me. I can't do this. And I, I give up, I give up. You're, you're, you're in command now. I'll do what, I'll do whatever it is that you want. And, um, I started really meditating on that. I, I wandered into a church that was nearby. I started going to church again. I started asking for guidance. I started asking for prayer. Um, started reaching out, trying to find a job because still didn't have one. And, um, that was about, that was about eight months ago. Um, I think eight, nine months ago. And, um, the, the good news is that, um, God is more real to me than ever, ever since I've actually really began to act as if he was real and stay in communion with him, and pray, and listen, and study, and really act as if this is really what I believe in, and and I'm going to act that way. Um, I don't feel like I'm even the same person that I was a year ago. Um, I have a job now. Things are going really well. Uh, I'm not depressed. I haven't been dealing with depression or anxiety. I'm completely sober. I haven't done any drugs. Alcohol's not a temptation for me, and I'm not free of every temptation there is, but um, every day that I live for the Lord is is a day that those temptations just get quieter and quieter, and I, I feel like I'm I'm truly blessed, and I I don't I don't even really feel like the same person a year ago. So uh, that's my testimony. God is magnificent. Amen. That's all we have for today. But I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. Would anyone like to end us off in prayer? I can do it. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to come together with brothers um, where we can share with each other our experiences, our, our strengths, and our hope in you, Lord. Um, we thank you very much and ask that you continue to sanctify our lives and guide us and teach us with your wisdom and lend us your courage to do your will and not ours. I ask humbly in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May anybody who goes to receive what we've said here today, may it better the lives of whoever is listening. And may they learn from our experiences so that they themselves don't have to experience the things we've experienced. That they'll come to God without resistance. Because it's the easiest path. It's a path of self-betterment, self-fulfillment. It's just a natural state for man. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. God bless. Thank you.